And then I remembered when I was in school, the boys would always flip their eyelids inside out and oh, chase oh, the girls. Yeah. And ch- did you ever have anybody no, do yeah. that in your it school? Oh. Just happened. What'd you do? I didn't do anything. Over here, wait. Just reset it. Sometimes you have to reset it. That's all. Come on. There you go. I don't know why. Okay. Okay, we're live. Okay, we're live. Um, hello, everybody. Uh, we're on Facebook Live. We're on YouTube. We're on LinkedIn. Uh, those of you who are tuning in, thanks so much for tuning in. We're going to be recording our program for this Saturday. This is Las Vegas Real Estate Now. If you want to hear it, the edited version on Saturday, it's going to be on KDWN at 11 a.m. this Saturday. When you tune in or when you listen now, you're going to hear my partner, Cynthia Ward, talking about, we got all kinds of topics today we're going to talk about. We're not going to talk about pets, uh, real estate for pets, though. No? No, sorry. We already covered that topic uh, earlier in the month. Um, but, um, Are we going to talk about how Max the tortoise hasn't come out or something? I know. It's like a record, right? He's <laughs> 23 like, years. That's the slowest, I think they said he's yeah, come out. Yeah, Mojave Max. That's yeah. right. That's a so what does that mean? Does it mean the... Uh, but his little partner is out eating out and about. He's oh, is that got right? a, He's got a buddy. I and that, that one's out and about. Oh, okay. So I, don't I, hope, I hope he's okay. I know. That's what I'm worried about. It's like, hey, he's never coming out. <laughs> that's oh what I, when I was thinking the same thing when I heard that story, I was like, oh, geez, I hope he's... Yeah. <laughs> he might not he come out. he show out soon, they have to go in and get him. Yeah. Mm-mm. Oh, well. Um, so today, uh, Sin, we're going to talk... You, you and I are going to talk about uh, energy savings... Because all the bills went up, mm-hmm. NV Energy and Southwest Gas both raised their rates effective April 1st. So we'll talk about ways people can save money. And then we're going to talk about water because I keep hearing rumors about Lake Mead and about the – like we, today we heard somebody say that the lake rose 80 feet, and I just don't believe no. that it rose 80 feet. <laughs> I can see it. I think it I think it's gone risen. up. I think yeah, it's going up. some benefit from and the snowfall. And it's going to go up a lot more before we're all said and done this year because there's going to be a lot of melt-off right. from the western Rockies. So um, I think the – but we'll talk about that on air. We'll yeah. talk about that on air. Okay. Um, and then maybe we'll talk about is it a good time to buy? Because I think there's a lot. that's a question out there right now. Is it a good time to buy? And you and I should address that concern for people because I think that's a, that's that's on a lot of people's minds right now. Yeah, it's not going to get any easier, so you might as well do it now. <laughs> I'm saying it's not. You're right. It's not going to get any. People think it is. People think prices are going. They're not going down, guys. They're just not. Um, anyway, so let's let's get started. Let's do our show here. Okay. <clears throat> if we must. If we must. My clock running here. <clears throat> okay, segment one. Here we go. Welcome to our show. This is Las Vegas Real Estate Now, where we bring you the three E's. Educate, empower, and engage. We want to help you to make your real estate decisions wise ones for you and your family. I'm your host, Harvey Blankfeld, the Blankfeld Group at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services. And we have over a century of collective real estate experience. I'm a licensed agent here in Nevada. My NRED number is S.00488897. On this program, we're dedicated to delivering timely, balanced truths about local market conditions. If you ever have a question or an idea for our program, please call or text me at 702-203-1165. Again, that's 702-203-1165. Today on our program, we have my partner here, Cynthia Ward. Welcome, Cynthia. Hello, hello. Glad to have you back. Cynthia's uh, 
uh, license number is 43000. Uh, so now everybody knows that we're both legally able to sell real estate here in the yeah. state of Nevada. For now. Yeah, for the time <laughs> being. Right, at least for the time being. Um, um, so, Sid, today I thought what you and I would talk, you know, the beginning of this month, both Envy Energy and Southwest Gas decide to raise their rates. Right. Well, I mean, they don't just arbitrarily decide. They, they got approved to raise their rates. But because they are monopolies, they have to go through the government to get these sure. approvals. And they got the approvals, and so, so their rates went up. So what I thought we might, you and I might do is I, I, I pulled an article out of, the, out of paper, and I thought you might uh, uh, chime in with some of these thoughts on ways to save on your utility bills this summer. Uh, well, first tell us how much did they go up. Do you have the percentage? I don't know. I, oh, okay. I don't have the actual numbers. I don't think it was that. I, think, I don't think it was a lot, but, I, but they did go up. And, look, that's, that's what utility like, bills do. They go up. Right. They just go up. Maybe it was uh, maybe less than 5%, I'm thinking. Okay. Um, but here's a, there was an article in the paper. Uh, Sean Hammersmeyer wrote it uh, in the RJ. It's called Tips to Save on Your Utility Bill Ahead of Summer. Uh, and he, he references the latest hike from Southwest Gas and NV Energy took place April 1st. Um, and they spoke to the Director of Electrification Energy Services, Adam Grant at NV Energy, at NV Energy, and he made a bunch of comments and thoughts about it. And so let's talk about these first. First, he said limiting energy during the peak energy consumption, typically between 5 and 7 p.m., can help, as well as turning off lights and using fans to help circulate air. So that's a two-hour window with which is like the peak. And See, two hours isn't that long. It isn't, no. For, right. So for two hours, you know, try, I mean, look, you don't, don't turn the air conditioning off. Don't ever... Turn Never. the air conditioning off because then it's just got to work harder later to get caught up. But but maybe maybe soften the blow between five and seven as best you can. Um, and remind yourself that anytime you bring heat into the home, it, it makes the air conditioner work harder. So every time you open a door, right. every time you open a window, um, any of those things is going to bring heat into the home. It's going to make the air conditioner work harder. So try to minimize the the need for the air conditioner. You know, it's funny. Sometimes I think I want to go grill because I don't want to run the oven. But the, I got to open the door to run the grill. Right. The door to run the grill. Right. Uh, but I still think that's better than running the oven. So anyway, so you know that's a thought too. Use your grill. Don't use your oven, especially if it's an electric oven. Right. You know because electric ovens use a lot more energy than gas. But and like my oven is they call dual fuel, so it's an electric oven and a gas cooktop. Right. So if you can use the use the grill, I think gas is cheaper than electricity. Still, gas is still more okay. energy efficient. Yep. He also recommends have their air conditioning units inspected before the summer. I think it's a great mm-hmm. thought, and nobody does it. I mean, well, not enough people do it, I should say. There's some conscientious people out there. I have a service that comes out twice a year. Right. Once this time of year and then once in the fall. And they'll go through, they'll check the units, they'll clean them, they'll make sure everything looks good, make sure they're running efficiently. He says if your unit's over 12 years old, it should be replaced. Wow. That's a big expense for people. I don't know that I agree with that. I mean, no. I'm not sure that I agree with that 100%. Um, what what was his reasoning he for that? He doesn't give a reason. Well, he just says no. just, if it's over twelve years, replace. Well, I think part of the he, reason I think the reason he's saying it is because of the level of efficiency of the newer well, units. Sure. That's probably it. Um, because if your unit's any more than twelve years old, it's probably not nearly as efficient as the units are today. I agree with that. I don't disagree with that. It's just a big price tag. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it, it, you might save on your electric bill, but it's going to take you three years to make it up. Right. You, you know, to maybe, recoup. Yeah. So that's 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 one thing. So I'm not sure I agree with that. He says if your unit's on the ground make sure that it's free of debris and to help maintain airflow that's that's a good point mm-hmm. too because i've seen some of these units outside to get leaves stuck in the side and all right. that stuff you want to make sure that the air flows uh, yeah. hose, easily through it yeah hose them down occasionally yep clean them up um set your thermostat between 78 to 80 degrees while at home 
okay, five to 10 degrees higher when you're not at home and at night. Eh, I don't know if I want to move that thermostat too much at all, honestly. I kind of like leaving it and and leaving it alone. Um, I've heard this from other people too, is that just leave it, just leave it at that number. Don't make it work hard to get caught up later. Yeah, but some people like to sleep really cool. That's the way I feel some about Some people it. sleep better when it's cold, yeah. so I, yeah. I could see you turning it down at night. Okay. Right, yeah. bef- right before you go to bed. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Um, set your water heater to the lowest temperature to still provide sufficient hot water, typically 120 degrees. I like my water hot, you know, but... but so, yeah, I don't want to... So don't, That range is pretty dramatic, though. You can really have, like, boiling water coming yes. out of your faucet. So you don't don't set it to the highest one. Keep, well, it, keep it down. I don't know if you notice this, but I do. <clears throat> Every time the water uh, the w- weather warms up... <laughs> it starts warmer. We don't have cool water out of the taps because yeah. the surface land, the surface areas are warming up, right? Heating up the pipes underground because yeah. we don't have to bury our pipes as deep as some other. The truth is, most areas. of your supply lines are running through your attics now, yeah, and that's where that heat is. You're right, so you're absolutely right. So you can't just like splash cold water in your face anymore when it's, it starts it's, getting warmer. It's lukewarm water. I did have a client go. I think something's wrong with my water. It was middle of the summer that it just bought, and yeah, like, mm-hmm. I don't get can't get cool. I said it's just because you live here. Yes, yeah, it's <laughs> There's desert. nothing wrong with your water. Yep, it's the yeah. it's the desert. This is what we live with. Yeah. Um, let's see what else does he say? Oh, he says use pool timers to help reduce your time your pump runs. Mm-hmm. I think that I don't think everybody pretty much does that Probably, already. Yeah. Um, don't charge electric vehicles from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. Don't mm-hmm. charge your so if you bring your car home, don't plug it in till eight o'clock at night. Uh, okay, I, I kind of, I mean, before they said the peak was till seven. Exactly. Yeah, so but you say not. You say wait till eight. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Unplug appliances such as TVs and computers while on vacation. Okay, that's going to save a tiny bit. You know, yeah. that little green light on the side there. That's not going to be running. <laughs> so, I don't know if anything else is running. Is Maybe the savings um, enough for the convenience. I, I mean, of you, not having to go back and hook everything right. up. You guys are here, and I'm not an expert in this. I'm just guessing. So, uh, unplug appliances. Okay, so we talked about uh, vacuum refrigerator coils. This is a great point. Uh, something I, I haven't done in a long time. I, I got. I haven't done it in a long time either. Right. Yeah. We got to get our vacuum up behind yeah. that refrigerator and vacuum out those coils. Yeah. So it'll make them work more efficiently. Uh, use appliances like dishwashers and laundry machines as late in the evening as possible when temperatures cool down. Okay, that's that's probably a good idea. Well, you know, they say now it's um, more efficient to use your dishwasher than than hand wash your dishes. It uses less water. Mm-hmm. It does. It uses less water for yeah. sure, no doubt. Um, close your blinds and drapes during the day to help keep heat out. Smart. Great idea, you know. Uh, switch to energy-saving LED bulbs. I think that's a no. That's a given. Right. I don't think. I mean, I think it's probably hard to get the regular incandescent bulbs anymore. Anyway, mm-hmm. I don't know if you can even get those. Um, caulk your windows and weather strip your doors to prevent unwanted air. You'd be surprised how ineffective most doors are at keeping yeah. hot air out. Well, and just the act of going in and out, in and out, it loosens the hinges, so it loosens yep. the door. So opens you're going to start gaps. getting gaps. Yeah. Yep. It opens those gaps up. So take a look at that. And if you and, and at night especially. Um, you can see the light coming from outside through yeah. the door. You yeah. can see it. If there's a light outside, you say, oh, there's a light there. So that, that's not good. If you can see light, there's a lot of air coming in. And maybe critters. I was just going to say that. <laughs> if, the, if, if light can get in, then that means bugs can get yeah. in too. Yes, and bad bugs, yeah. the bad kind. Um, r- rhymes with morpians. <laughs> I'm not going to say what kind they are, though. <laughs> Install low-flow shower heads. Okay, that's no, good. No, I do not like that one. <laughs> I like the water pressure. Right? Yeah. It's, it's hard. That's hard. That is, that's difficult. You know, we have those pressure regulators on our houses, too, uh, and our garages. Right. And 
I know some people mess with those things. That's not yeah, a good idea. It's not it because you could actually do really serious damage. <laughs> yeah, certain appliances can't handle as much pressure mm-hmm. as might be able to be generated. Uh, add window screens or window films to reduce the amount of sunlight getting in the home. This is something when I'm selling a home and they have solar screens on it, um, I can understand them being effective. But I'm not a fan of solar screens just because I like light. You know, I'm, I'm a fan of light. And so that's, that's an issue for me. But I'll tell you what, I want to hear your reaction. But we're going to take a quick break first. We're going to run a couple commercials, and then we're going to, we're going to talk about solar screens and film on your window. So uh, stay tuned. We'll be back in just a minute. Do you have enough photos yet? Oh. Not yet. Just a few. And I'm picky about my pictures, too. Yeah, don't make me look ugly. I will never. You can't. Do you need some water, sir? You- I got some. Thanks. It's that one picture where I sent it to you, how just like it randomly gets lights again this week. I wonder why. Because you're a stud. Yeah, no, I don't think that's it. I don't know what it is. Or maybe I've got some it's the, person that's the, the same. Maybe it's the same person. I mean, maybe I've got some. It's so cute. Okay, let's just go right into two here. Let's just do it. Go right to two. I did have that crazy stalker guy. <coughs> yeah. Here we go, segment two. Welcome back. I'm Harvey Blankfeld. You're listening to Las Vegas Real Estate Now. We're here every Saturday at 11 a.m. If you ever have a question or an idea for our program, please call or text me at 702-203-1165. Again, that's 702-203-1165. With me now in studio, I have my partner, Cynthia Ward. I said before the break, we were talking about ways to save money on your energy and your energy bill, your electric and your gas bill. The last thing I mentioned was the solar screens. You know, I go into a house... And whenever I'm marketing the house, I always talk to my sellers about removing solar screens uh, because I think light. It darkens a home. It does. It dar- and, and a dark home, look, I, 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 I absolutely agree. It is definitely much more energy efficient because it keeps that heat away from your home. And I think it it's really remar- does remarkable work on that. Right. But I like light. I mean, I, I'm, I'm a fan of light, and it's particularly when we're selling, guys. But even in my own home, um, I don't mind the, um, the film. I think that's okay, as long as it's not too dark. Right. Um, uh, and I think that that does still help. And if you have low E windows, they're very effective. They're extremely effective. Right. Um, I don't know if you, if you uh, there used to be a builder in town who used to show you the effect of the low, you remember yeah. they had the hot bulb behind right, it? Right, right. And you could touch one, and it was like you, you had to snap your hand back because it's so hot. Right. And you, touch, and you could put your hand flat on the other one, and you didn't feel any heat yeah. whatsoever. That's low E windows, and they're very effective. So I, I like that. That lets the light through without letting the heat through. Yeah, but as a seller selling your home, I mean, I know that they're helpful with your utility bills, but you really need to take them off. You do. When you're selling your home, I'm going to suggest you Put take them in the garage. Say, hey, they're here for you if you want to use them. Absolutely. Exactly what I was going to say. Make sure the buyer knows that you have that. they have the opportunity to put them back on should they want them. But while we're showing the house, I want light and bright. That's mm-hmm. what I want. Okay. NV um, Energy also does offer free in-home assessments. If you want, you can contact NV Energy. Just go to their website and sign up for a free home assessment. They'll come out and look at your home and decide if there's anything that you can do to make it more efficient. Right. What about their thermostat? Are they still doing that? They do. Um, mm-hmm. They that. had, a, and he did mention that in the article. I didn't highlight it, but yes, they still have the thermostat program where you can put their thermostat in your home, and they'll actually control it. Yeah, if, if we have a peak a heat wave or something, yeah. they can actually not let you change your thermostat. Right. Yeah, they're going to make you, you know. How do you gonna, feel about that? I, I don't want it. You know, I, I, I'm i like you. I like it cool at night, too. Yeah. I don't want to, 
if I if I'm too hot, I can't sleep comfortably. No. So I'm I'm saying so we have a fan right over the bed, right. and that that helps a lot. But well, you know the like, eye doctors don't like ceiling fans because it dries your. Eyes. I mean, we're dry enough already, but it actually affects your eyes even though you're sleeping. Oh, it, is that right? It dries out your eyes. Yeah. Um, I can but, believe that, but it does. It helps circulate the air. I just think it's it's yeah. I didn't used to have it, but now we have it. I, I lo- I'll never go do without it now yeah. because it really does help at night. And and uh, you know it because I, I I find I can if it's a little too cold I'm fine. Mm-hmm. You know, bundle up in the blankets. Oh, yeah, you can layer up. But <clears throat> if it's too warm, is not I you know now you got to take you can do. You know, you're trying to sleep on top of the blankets. It's it's a kind of a pain in the neck. I like so. being cold under the blanket. There you like, go. I like to I'm be, with you. Yeah, I'm with Sin. I'm with you. That's the way it should be. <laughs> What about you, Carly? What's what's the story? Is it is it hot, cold? What's what's well, funny? I like to sleep cold, and Kyle likes to sleep hot, so we sleep not well. Okay, you guys fight over <laughs> so that all the time. So he's on top of the covers. You're underneath. I'm 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 on top. He's underneath. Okay, that sounds terrible. Right. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> wait I thought you said you sleep cold. I sleep hot. Sorry, I sleep hot. He sleeps cold. Oh, you said that backwards. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Right. Oh, so you're outside the cover. So you you like it cooler. He yes. likes it hotter. Yes. Okay. Got it. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. That whole on top on the knee stuff that didn't yeah. work for me. You know, that's, yeah. that's not good. You know, yeah. Kyle, Kyle, we're not sharing any intimate <laughs> secrets here. Don't worry yeah. about it. Um, okay. So, <laughs> I thought I might, I thought I might share with you guys also since we were talking about utilities, yeah. uh, and we everybody's been talking about all the snowpack and all the water, and this is something we should talk about too. So I found a couple articles about that as well. So let's talk a little bit about water. The first one I found was. Um, uh, Saving for uh, a rainy day. Basically, uh, Colton Lockheed wrote this in the RJ back uh, about a week ago. Uh, saving for a non-rainy day. How much water has the Southern Nevada stash, has Southern Nevada stashed away? Because what we've done, because we don't use our full allotment out of Lake Mead, we haven't for a long time. Like we're the ones who get the bad rap. Absolutely, and I don't understand. We even there was an article last week about how. I think the gov- somebody in the government trying to like control how we use our water, and I'm like, we are the good ones. We're the ones doing yeah. it right. Yeah. Why are we getting penalized? That, you're a- sin. You're absolutely right. Yeah, they, they look at us and think we're the ones drinking out of Lake Mead. We're not. We're using ten percent of what we're allocated, or something. I can't remember what it yeah. is, but we're super efficient. And, and this article will bear you out. Let, let's 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 understand this much: is that we've we've been banking water. Out of the Colorado since 1980, we've been we've never used our full allotment since 1980. We're allowed to, and we have the smallest allotment of anyone. Right. We have like the the, the tiniest allotment of water out of out of Lake Mead. California has the largest, then Arizona, then, then biggest defender. Yeah, California. There, you know, it's those almonds. Ugh. Each almond requires like 100 million Which gallons of water. Which surprises me like as as. <laughs> You know, eco friendly as California is, right? That they're the worst offenders when it comes to water. Indeed, no doubt. Um, and the federal plan that they're they're looking to oversee will penalize f- us far more than it should. Okay. But here's the good news: it won't hurt us because we're it. it even if they penalize with their maximum, it's not going to hurt us. And here's and here's here's what the article says, and that's good. Because it says, and, and I'll read the article. This is Colton Lockheed wrote this in the RJ. He just wrote it about a week ago. As the Colorado River Basin states stare down potentially steep cuts to their share of drought-stricken waterway, years of making deposits in its water savings account could help Nevada weather the storm. Since the 1980s, Southern Nevada has been banking unused Colorado River water. Now, how much water have we stowed away? How much? Here's the answers. Uh, according to Southern Nevada Water Authority, Deputy General Manager Colby Pellegrino, I love that name. It's water. <laughs> Colby Pellegrino. 
Is it, spelled, love, is it spelled the same? It is. And I drink, I love Pellegrino water. I know you do with your lemon. I do. I like with my lemon. Uh, Southern Nevada has about 2.24 million acre feet of water banked in total, or roughly 10 times the amount of water needed of, of Nevada consumed over the Colorado River in 2022. So we have 10 years worth of water banked. Where did they bank it? Good ask. Good question. Think of these like personal savings accounts for any defund Pellegrino added. These are things that we can't be building permanent development upon so they're intended to be there only on they're there for a non-rainy day okay about three hundred forty-five thousand acre feet of that is stored locally in underground aquifers oh. six hundred fourteen thousand acre feet is stored underground in arizona i thought it was just a myth i thought there was just oh yeah they just owe us water no they've actually got water stored for us for us <clears throat> um and another three hundred thirty thousand acre feet stored in california under various agreements okay so through these reserves alone, Nevada can tap up to upward of 90,000 acre-feet of banked water annually, or nearly one-third of our normal 300,000 acre-feet annual share of the Colorado River. So we can, we've got a third banked, and we're still not using our full allotment, guys. Even now, we're not using it. Southern Nevada also has 950,000 acre-feet of water reserves stored in Lake Mead and other reservoirs, what's called intentionally created surplus, as water stored on agreements and programs with the Department of the Interior aimed... Uh, and maximizing water conservation at Lake Mead. All the water has been saved up over the years by Southern Nevada using less of its annual share of the Colorado and banking that unused water away in those various banks. But he points out we still should, we still need to be conservation-minded. We are. Yeah. I mean, we're the paragon of conservation of water here in the United States, and I heard it mentioned in, in one news report today that Israel actually comes over here and looks how we do things. Wow. Which is remarkable, considering what they have to deal well, with. Well, what's remarkable well. is that we still get penalized because, yeah. you know, it's yeah. like nice guys finish last. It is it is sad. It's, got, it's, it's, not, it's not equitable in, by any stretch. No. The problem is, is when it was written, we were like, you know, there was like 20,000 20, people living here when it was written. So that's, that was, that's the problem. That's, the historical yeah. nature of this agreement is such that we've really been kind of We've been squeezed out. Right. You know, and, that, and look, but, I, but California's not doing anything to try to make not. themselves better. And they, I don't. When we remember when the states. penalizing. Are they going to get penalized? They are, but not nearly as severely as we are. The state, the states, remember the states were trying to work out the deal before the Fed, federal government had to step in. Yeah. California didn't participate. They're like, yeah, no, we're, we're good. Never mind. Yeah, horrible. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that terrible? It is. It's awful. I, I think it's just, it just speaks to the, like you said, you think of them as such a, uh, eco-friendly state and they're really not they're just they're 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 being abusive and oh by the way they've got a ton of rain all their reservoirs are full again apparently right. they, they, well, they really they got a big snowpack too yeah, so, up in the northern mountains so hopefully and... it's hopefully it's not worth worrying too much about but it is something it's good news it's something we know we have hey, i just listen, wanted to be more equitable that's all i i, I agree 100 percent. hey listen guys we're coming up with the bottom of the hour we're going to run a couple of commercials we're going to come back we got a lot more to talk about today so stay tuned we'll be back in just a minute that was good <clears throat> now there's another water thing here this is this one's kind of disturbing Uh-oh. for me this one's <clears throat> this one's got me a little twisted here mm. um this was written by colton lockhead in the rj a week before that but what is he there's saying? An, there's an assembly bill. Okay, well, we'll, we'll talk about it on air because it's... Initial reactions. Is this the one that about controlling... I just saw that. What? Your ear? Oh, yeah, I know. I just... Okay. It was bothering my ears. Okay, I took I'll it out. I yeah, I know. It's right there. <clears throat> you were going to ask, is this one about... Them controlling us? Yep. 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 <clears throat> State of Nevada wants to control how much water the Water Authority can provide to any individual residential home, which is interesting. 
And but there's there's a, there's even more to it. So that let's talk about that on air though. Let's bring it up. Here we go. Segment three. Welcome, welcome back. I'm Harvey Blankfeld. You're listening to Las Vegas Real Estate. Now we're here every Saturday at 11 a.m. If you ever have a question or an idea for our program, please call or text me at 702-203-1165. Again, at 702-203-1165. With me now in studio is my partner, Cynthia Ward. We were talking about water before the break, in, and I found another article that I thought was pertinent that I wanted to talk about, too. And I found this. Um, this was written, again, by Colton Lockhead uh, in the RJ um, and it, the headline is limits on home water use in Las Vegas may be coming as bill advances. And basically there's an assembly bill, assembly bill 220 that would, uh, that would basically give the water authority, the authority to cap residential water use at, at 0.5 acre feet or roughly 163,000 gallons of water per year. So they would actually limit the amount of water you could use in your home per year. Now, um, it would only affect the top 20% of users in the valley. So the, 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 the people who are the, using the most water would be affected by this. And I don't know, what they, they turn the water off in October and say you don't get any more water for the rest of the year. I don't I know. Guess they put some different kind of meter on you. It's going to be crazy, right? Um, I'm sorry, you can't take a shower today. Yeah, <laughs> and that's, that's pretty dang. you got to go, go next door or whatever. I don't know. you got to go spend a couple of weeks in a hotel. Does any other state do that? No. Okay, I'm glad you asked that because if approved legislation would make Nevada the first state to give local water agency permanent say over how much water residents can use. This would be the first time it's ever happened. Um, and, and you know, look, uh, it's, a, it's a very serious matter. It's not, I don't, they're not saying that it's automatically going to happen. Right. They're saying they would only impose it upon if they had to. Um, it would only affect the top 20%. The most people in the Valley, the average home uses between 130 and 132,000 gallons of water a year. This is at 163. Uh, but beyond the water restrictions, it also set up a program to eventually require thousands of homes with septic systems to convert and connect to Southern Nevada wa- municipal sewer system. This is a big deal. I mean, this is, I mean, they're, and I know why they want to do it. I know why they want to do it because they do. They recycle all that water that goes into the sewer system. Right. And if you have a septic system, that water's going in the, into the ground. Right. It's not getting anywhere. Now, I think that eventually it would end up in some aquifer, I would imagine. Would I don't know. Think. I don't think it just disappears into the ground. But nonetheless, that's that's what they want it back. They want to recycle it. They want to put it back into Lake Mead. So that's why they want to do it. I have a septic tank. This kind of is just oh, right. a, it's, ex, septic, yeah. it's expensive. If I wanted to hook up to the public sewer system, it would cost, I mean, multiple tens of thousands of dollars to do that. Um, but Well, I figure if they force you to, they better pay the bill. I'm glad you brought that up because here's what they say. <laughs> Did you read this before? Okay. <laughs> An amendment to the bill proposed by Assemblywoman, uh, uh, I'm going to mispronounce it, Sabra Newby, a Democrat from Las Vegas, and Tracy Brown May, another Democrat from Las Vegas, adopted Monday, increased the amount of water authority would pay for cost of conversions from 50% in the original to 85%. So they were originally planning on spent, paying for half of it. Yeah. But now they're going to pay for 85% of that conversion. So... We would still be responsible for 15% of the conversion. Okay, so here, here's an interesting thing. I'm, I'm going to mm-hmm. share something a little personal about my own home and my own situation. We built our home at a time where we were required to put in what's called a denitrification septic system. It's a fancy word for a system that basically has, has pumps and regulators and basically doesn't put as much nitro- nitrogen into the soil or whatever. It, just, it's, it cleans it up before it puts it into the soil. The bad news for me is this. It, I have to have Clark County come out and inspect it once a year, and mm-hmm. i got to pay them $300 to do it. 
Oh, every year. So it costs me more mm-hmm. to have a private septic than it does than it would to be hooked up to the first for an annual sewer bill. Right. So for the, one of the great advantages for most people in septic is they got no sewer bill. Right. But and when we don't have a sewer bill, yeah, you can kind of be off the grid. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about that now. So what they're saying is is that if you if you have a home with a well, you're fine. They're not going to make you convert. But if you have a home where you're connected to city water, to the to the water district. And have a septic. And a septic, you're going to probably have to convert that septic over to sewer. Now, um, the good news for me also is there's some homes nearby have recently installed sewer. So I, so I won't have to go idea. miles to find right. it. It would be a shorter run to get there. But still, it's an expense. And right. I'm not excited about them digging up our streets and hooking us up to sewer. No. Um, but on the other hand, then I could plant some trees. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, but the thing about like this article, um, just news like this that gets out in the public, they want to control our water usage, mm. makes people think we're bad offenders. They make, oh, those people in Nevada, Las Vegas, they must be <coughs> jerks. They're over, you know abusing their water. Well, that's mm-hmm. not the case. Well, this but is the all s- these things they're putting out is like, we are the offenders. Yeah, and this is the state of Nevada doing it. It's not the U.S. government. This is the right. state of Nevada imposing or, or passing a bill to say, hey, listen, if the Water Authority needs to, they can limit your water. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, look, I, I, I agree. I mean, look, if you have a big home you, and you're using a lot of water in that home, this is a real problem. This is a major, major problem for you because now you've got to figure out how you're going to conserve water individually. You got you have to cut your water usage somehow, so you don't run out of water before the end of the year. What if they just charge those people more? Well, they already do that. There's mm-hmm. a there's a, on the top for once you su- surpass a certain number, you're paying a lot more for that water above a certain amount anyway. They've right. already, it's already staged so that you when you get to a certain usage, you're going to be paying more for that water. Uh, you know, cutting it off altogether seems pretty harsh. Right. It does. I I, I have a hard time. Now, you want to increase it again? Do it. Do it again. Like, yeah, it's like we don't live in America. If they're going to start controlling our water usage. Yeah, you're going to now. Now they're going to have to run down the Sam's Club and buy all that water. Out of, you know, give me give me ten pallets of that right there. Right. <laughs> so, you know, that's going to be a problem. It's going to be an issue. And what it really will affect, though, is people with lawns. Yeah, they're the ones using the most water. And they're going to make the hard decision to remove that lawn. Right. That's what's going to happen. Well, you see all around town, they're removing the, the lawns on the common areas and mm-hmm. stuff. And, you know, believe me, I am a grass lover. I think it's beautiful. Yep. But it does. It uses a lot of water. That's the thing. I mean, when I moved out here, I really wanted a lawn. I, you know, I, I liked mowing it. That yeah. novelty wore off in a hurry. Yeah. But I liked mowing it. I liked that. I Green, liked the color. I loved it. The smell of mm-hmm. cut grass. You know, I love that. Uh, and I miss it. I do I miss do. that. Yeah. But I know I can't have that. I mean, right. I, it's just, it's just not worth it here. You know, it's just too expensive, honestly, um, to to water that, and it's it's wasting a lot of water. Well, you know, discuss whether it's wasting it or not. But it's it's using a lot of water. I'll just say that. Um, so it's what's nice. You know, Helene and I did this last two weeks. We went to a, we went to a local park, and we actually picnicked up in one of the local parks and oh, sat, walked out on the grass had a nice picnic it was great yeah. walking on grass mm-hmm. who knew in, in las vegas With you can walk on grass off? oh no yeah i wouldn't go that far <laughs> you know, i mean you know we, you know walking on grass is enough I, I you know we walk on grass when we play golf that's yeah. that's what we do you know that's right. that's the fun walk that's we the better fun. not be tar- start taking our golf course grass away oh my that would be a real problem yeah. that would be an issue and i you know and if we want to preserve the golf courses, I think we got to start thinking about yeah. using less water elsewhere. That's all. I mean, I think that's the thing. And they use they use gray water already, right? They already on do the golf that. courses, so yeah. um, that's recycled water for sure. 
And so we know that that... Because I think the, when the Badlands was around, it was probably the most desert golf course we've ever had. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Badlands was... Because it was sort of like target golf. Yeah. You had to get over all the was, de- desert and... Yep. The only grass they had real truly was the fairways and the greens. That was yeah. it. There was no rough. Mm-mm. The rough was rock. Right. <laughs> if you, yeah. If you didn't hit the fairway, you were in the rocks, yeah. you know, and... Messed up a lot of golf clubs that mm-hmm. way. <laughs> it was a fun place to play, but it wasn't easy, yeah. No, it was a tough course, but it was a good course. I did enjoy it, too, and I, yeah. I do miss it. And I know the people at Queensridge miss it a right. lot. <laughs> they miss it quite a bit. Um, okay, but as we talk you know, as we talk about water conservation, the good news is this, guys, is that, that this, I was just uh, talking with somebody up in Montana, and they, one of my clients, and he was talking about the idea that they've had 310% of their normal snowpack. Awesome. And that's incredible. That's, you know, so maybe three years worth of snowpack uh, in the Western Rockies is going to maybe start making Lake Mead go up a bit. We heard rumors. I mean, I've heard rumors all, you know, Lake Mead's already up. So many, you know, I don't know if yeah. I buy that, but, but we will see it improve. Lake Powell's probably going to get filled first. Right. Uh, like always. I don't know. You know, it's a smaller lake, but it gets filled first. Then, then they'll start adding water to Lake Mead, and hopefully, we'll see the, that level right. rise. The only, the only downfall to those parts of the country that got so much snow <coughs> is that they will have flooding and mudslide Major flooding. issues. Yeah. So that's the only negative. Yep. It benefits yeah. up, but us, but up there, it's going to be probably a little painful for them. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. It's going to be flooding. There's going to be flooding throughout northern Nevada for sure. They're already experiencing it right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's a problem for them. Hey, guys, we're coming up on another quick break. We're going to run a few commercials. We're going to come back, and Cynthia and I are going to talk about whether or not we're going to talk about real estate now. Oh, we are. Yeah, that's weird, right? We're talking about real estate. Um, we're going to talk about whether, whether we think it's a good time to be a buyer, whether you should be buying real estate now. So stay tuned. We'll be back in just a minute. Harvey, don't forget to give Helena a shout-out. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Yeah, I was thinking that. Hey, I heard your, your anniversary. <clears throat> Yeah, It'd be bad if I mentioned it first, probably. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I've already texted her a bunch of times. Well, here, see, I texted her. The, she got upset when I texted her this one thing. Why? It's because it's goofy. I oh. did tell him I had to text her 37 times. I, I was like, yeah, yeah I remember. Like, she might get annoyed. 37 shots. Oh, that's What does it say? Have it, yeah. She, really, is it she were called? Oh, she... <laughs> <laughs> it's me! She's... <laughs> She said, she's, oh, wait. Yeah. Yeah, so, so she, said, she said, yeah, it's, it's creepy. creepy, and then I hearted that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah, sorry, guys. We're sharing some stuff. Uh, That's funny. great. Yeah, okay. We'll talk about that on there. Yeah. All right, here we go. Segment four. I'm already at four. Yeah. It goes fast, right? I'm just glad that I can just enter. I'm good. I, I'm gifted with banter. <laughs> yes, yes. You and I can do this all day. Yeah. Okay, segment four. <clears throat> here we go welcome back i'm harvey blankfeld you're listening to las vegas real estate now we're here every saturday at 11 a.m if you ever have a question or an idea for our program please call or text me at 702-203-1165 again that's 702-203-1165 with me now in studio i have my partner cynthia ward we were talking about conserving energy and and water and utilities but let's talk a little real estate now let's talk a little bit this question came up to me a couple days ago um and uh the the question is 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 now a good time to buy and it's a you know we we hear this all the time right Right. Um, how's the market you know Mm -hmm. um but is it a good time to buy and and my my first reaction is simply this it depends on who you are obviously but if you're a renter yeah it's a good time to buy. Right. It's always a good time to buy if you're a renter. I yeah. don't care what the market is. 
You know, you want to complain about interest rates? You're paying 100% interest right. when pay, you're renting. Pay yourself the rent, yeah. Exactly. Let's, you be your own landlord, pay down your mortgage, grow your personal wealth. It's the easiest way to grow personal wealth there is, and there's tax advantages on top of that, so do it. Just, right. just get out there. That's easy. But let's talk about people already own a home and whether or not it's a good time for them to buy. That's the challenge right now, and there's a bunch of, there's a bunch of variables there, too. Um, what kind of interest rate do they have on their loan right now? I mean, if you've got a 3% interest rate on your mortgage. It's hard to move. That's a tough thing to give <laughs> yeah, up, right? That's part of the reason we have low inventory. I think you're right. Yeah. yeah so many people uh, refied or, or bought their homes with such a nice low interest rate. And if they do not have to move, they're waiting. I just spoke to a, a previous a client that wanted to sell, decided to wait, checked in with them yesterday. And they're like, hey, interest rates are too high. We're, we don't have to move. <clears throat> We're staying put for a little bit longer to yeah. see what happens. And here's what I think about that. <clears throat> I don't think we're going to see 3% again. Not for a long time. No. That was a rare bird because of the pandemic and other issues. It was in, in, yeah. it was, the it was stimulus, zero. all that stuff how, was how, going on. Yeah. Exactly. There are so many things happening out there. So that's, that's, that was a rare bird. and It's not going to happen again. So I agree. If you don't have to move and you've got 3% interest rate, you're staying. Stay right. put. I understand it. I appreciate it. I can experience that myself. I right. can feel that myself. Yeah. So you don't blame anybody for sit, sitting tight. No, I, I would say if it's smart. It's prudent. It's it's the right thing to do. I mean, being a realtor doesn't mean I want everybody to sell. That's right. not that's not where you or I are. No. We're, we really want to help people when they need to sell. Now the question then becomes: What if they do need to? to now there's there's people out there that need to move. Now there's reasons to move. Okay, beyond interest rate, interest rate has to be a factor. But there's reasons beyond that. You know, if your if your home's too big, if it's too small. Job relocation. Job, you know, there are reasons people have, and those people, don't let the market dictate that. Don't let it change your mind about what you have to do. Do what you got to do. And maybe, hopefully later on, you'll have an opportunity to lower that rate with a refi. Uh, I don't know that you're ever going to get three again, but hopefully you'll be able to lower it again later at some point in time. And if you buy it in a creative way and with a buy down or something like that, right. maybe it's not yeah. that not as painful. Yeah, let your agent help negotiate a buy down. <clears throat> exactly, yes. Uh, so, so, so there are ways to do it. So look, if, and, but one of the things I've always said is don't ever let the market dictate your life. I mean, because right. life's too short. If you just had triplets and you're living in a two-bedroom condo, you might need a bigger place, you know. Yeah. And and don't 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 be so unhappy every day of your life because you're living in a place that's too small for you, you to live. You might want a place to escape to. <laughs> Keep your current house, buy something else, so you can run away for a while. <laughs> well, well, okay, and that, absolutely. Have I, you, you need a place. Parents need sanctuary. Exactly, they do. It's true. <laughs> um, but here's the thing about that. Okay, let's talk about uh, that. Gets me to the other thought is is that. Listen, if I got a 3% rate on this home, but I need to get something bigger or smaller, maybe I keep it and just lease it out. Take advantage of the fact that there's a very low payment on that home. Collect rent on that to help offset the increased rate I got to pay on the new home. And maybe that's a way to do this. Now, to do that, I'd obviously have to have some cash elsewhere to be able to buy. You have to be financially able to do that. You have to have uh, the opportunity to do that. But if you've got got that opportunity, take advantage of that. Don't give up on that home with that 3% mortgage. That 3% mortgage is very valuable. Yeah. And. And when you sell the home, if that mortgage is assumable, make that part of your sale. Right. Make it part of your sale. Make that something enticing to the buyer to be able to absorb that. But those are rare. They are rare. Yeah. They are rare. They're not as... I wish, you know, gosh, the market would be a totally different story if the loans were assumable. Yeah. We would be, things would be flying off, back and forth, (laughs) flying off the shelves. Indeed. 
Indeed. Yeah. No, that, that would be. Because we have so many buyers needing homes. Yeah. We don't have enough inventory as it is now. No. And we're still, we haven't had a reasonable inventory for like five years. Right. I mean, we really haven't. We, our inventory has been low. It's gone up and down from that, but it's always been low over the last five years. Right. And so now we're still low and we're and it's shrinking again. Well, and like I told you earlier in the day, I said, um, you know, I was reading, well, actually listening to a, an economist and he said, you know, people are going to be sorely disappointed this year because everybody thinks they're going to get these assets whatever they may be, cars, houses, whatever, at a huge discount. He said, that is not happening. It's not going to (laughs) happen. So if you're sitting around waiting for the bottom to fall out (coughs) of the real estate market, it's not going to happen. I think that's a great point. I mean, and, and, and I've heard the same thing over and over and over again. You know, we've had flat pricing the last four months, mm-hmm. you know, 425 median price. I mean, it hasn't, I mean, one month it went down, it was $5 off of that. I mean, it was like right. really close. It's, it's, it's as flat as I've ever seen it. Um, and so I think we're seeing the bottom right now. I, right. We don't know for sure, but we, we believe we've seen the bottom and we're at it right now. Well, and I'm in a situation with buyer right now with, you know, of course she wants the most desirable thing, single story with a pool, multiple offers right and left on everything that yeah. we look at. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we're the, not seeing it. The name of the show is Las Vegas Real Estate Now, and it's now. And I'm, we're saying this because the press is still thinking it's six months ago. Mm. They're still, I mean, when you read the uh, national press or you read other local articles, they're still talking about the idea that prices are falling and interest rates are going up. And it, we're beyond that, guys. It's, it's, we're, interest rates have kind of stabilized. They went down, they went up a little bit this week. They were going down like five weeks in a row, but they went up a little but but they're, at least they're not going crazy. They're not jumping right. and up and down. They've stabilized. But that that's where the market is right now, guys. Yeah. And so Well and and I think I told you this as well, is that I'm seeing that you know, because our inventory is so tight, it's keeping prices stable and or high. And when a house in the neighborhood closes high and the other house was listed, they're raising their price yeah. because now we've got an appraisal. We've got a comp here. So now they're raising their list price because yeah. the neighbor just got it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, it's, uh, this is how free market works, guys. It's, it's supply and demand. And when we have uh, less supply and if demand increases even a little bit, prices are going to start to shoot up. It's going to happen. And we're going into a season. A buying season. This is buying season. That's right. It's buying season. If we don't get enough inventory, prices are going to start going up. And in certain neighborhoods, now we talk about the market in general, but in certain neighborhoods, that's already happening. Right. Not all the neighbors, they might still be slipping, but some neighborhoods, they're already going up. And so you're seeing that, that happen. New home builders are selling again. They're, yeah. they're, they're excited. And you they're know. specking out again. They're specking out again. Yes. They're building before they have a buyer. Yep. And they're not offering the same incentives they were. They're going back to the less incentives because they don't have to offer them, so right. they're not going to. So, yeah, we're seeing all of all of those things happen. So, look, it, it, is it a good time to buy? Yeah, for a lot yeah. of people it is. For some people, maybe not so much, but for, for most people it is. And, and I don't see it getting any better. Yeah, I don't either. I think prices are going to go up. Interest rates might come down a little bit, but but I wouldn't count on it. I don't know for sure. Um Hey, listen, I got to say happy anniversary to my bride, uh, Helene. Happy Uh, anniversary. Yep. 37 years. You know, the over-under was 12. Wow. Can you believe that? I mean. (laughs) I was surprised that that long with you. I don't know how she's done it. It's amazing. It really is remarkable. Um, So, (laughs) yeah, 37 years. I can't believe. When I say that, it doesn't sound right. It's crazy. It doesn't. It is a crazy number. It doesn't. congratulations. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, no, we're, we're. We'll have a nice celebratory dinner this weekend and, and enjoy it. Um, 
And okay, so listen, what a fun real estate hour. Got to thank Mark, our production director. Got to thank Carly. Again, great job. Uh, and our outstanding expert contributor today, that being my partner, Cynthia Ward. Great job, Sin. Um, you've been listening to Las Vegas Real Estate Now. I'm your host, Harvey Blankville. Next week, we'll have another fantastic hour for you. Our guests are going to be, oh, this is great. You're going to love this, Carly. Rick Senemi and John Ingram. Oh, my. The two returning grand champions together. This is going to be the, the next. It's going to be Battle Royale next week here on. Like who wants Las- to talk more? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. John, John will get his words in. I'm sure he, he oh, won't yeah. have any problem getting his words in. Um, but, no, that'll be fun. Guys, tune in next week. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, remember, if you ever have a question about real estate or any other cop- topics we cover, just call me off air or text me at 702-203-1165. Again, that's 702 702- 203-1165. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. That's LV Real Estate Radio. Like and follow us on social media. Our handle being at LV Real Estate Radio. And do, um, guys, do call. I love to get, when you guys have ideas or thoughts. By all means, reach out to us. Tell us what you want to hear about. We want to talk about your real estate stories as well. So, uh, And I also, of course, want to thank you, our listeners, for joining us this week. Remember, while we seek to educate, empower, and engage with you, we want you to learn, understand, and then act. We'll meet you on the radio next Saturday at 11 a.m. right here on 101.5 KDON.